Hello, beautiful mamas, and welcome to Daily Mom Joy with Relly. I am so excited to be back. Last week, I was on my sickbed, literally, and I am finally feeling like my soul has re-entered my body. Ugh, if you listened to my last episode a couple weeks ago, I was dealing with an evil stomach bug that attacked my house. Well, I guess another bug got wind of it and it got jealous because we ended up with what appears to be two separate bugs in our house, completely competing for which virus was going to be the victor because it almost hit all of us in our whole entire house except my middle son. So I feel like there's always one. (laughs) Well, It left me, mom, for last, thank God, and it just completely took me out last week, ladies, in a way that I just haven't been sick like that in years. And the way that it all happened, I'm actually very grateful for, believe it or not. And it got me thinking about the power of proactive self-care versus reactive self-care. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And my hope for you, mom, is that by the end of this episode, you, mama, are going to be able to identify your personal approach to self-care and whether that approach is serving you. And if not, maybe it just means that you need a more proactive approach instead of reactive. So before I get into the whole proactive versus reactive, I just want to say a couple of things about self-care. Self-care is one of those all-encompassing words that just gets thrown out quite a lot. We hear it all the time, right? It's almost like it gets overused. Like the words anxiety and the words depression. You know, we get, we hear of that a lot. And just because you feel sadness doesn't mean that you're depressed, but you do hear a lot of people that will interchange the two. And it's the same thing with anxiety. You may feel worried or fearful of something, But it doesn't necessarily mean or automatically mean that you have anxiety issues. So I say this because our words have power and the words we use, not just with others, but with ourselves, our internal dialogue, what we tell ourselves on a moment by moment basis has a direct impact on how we feel and how we behave. So when I say the word self-care, what comes to mind for you? You may automatically think of things like spa day, pedicures, bubble baths, manicure, facial, or maybe you think of things like a date night or a girl's night out or a quiet dinner, or you may have an automatic response of saying like, yeah, what is self-care? I don't have time for that. Are you kidding? Here's the deal. Self-care just simply means taking care of yourself, right? Hence the word, self-care, mind-blowing, I know. But just follow me here. Taking care of ourselves requires basics for all. But how we take care of ourselves differs person by person. We can't deny that. Basics means we all have basic human needs that we need to meet in order for us to be well, such as eating, drinking water, and sleeping. Duh, right? But without these things, we don't survive. So we all have that in common. But what we eat, what we drink, how we slip, sleep, <laughs> that can differ among people. So for instance, I'm of the group of people that absolutely need seven to eight hours of sleep at a minimum. You don't want to be around me if I don't get seven to eight hours of sleep. If I don't, I just can't function. 
And I'm probably not as nice, just say it. But my husband, he can perfectly function and feel super well on much, much less sleep than I do. So whoever you are, you need at a minimum the basics for human survival. But human survival doesn't equate to wellness. So in addition to survival needs, we have, for sake of this conversation, we're just going to call them beyond the basics requirements that we need in order to feel, quote unquote, well, emotionally balanced, right? Fulfilled in our lives. These things, these can fall under different categories, such as leisure activities, hobbies, spirituality, fitness, creativity, family life, career goals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is where you have free reign to choose what self-care looks like and how you design it to fit you. So not necessarily what we see on TV, what we see um, with society or what society tells us what self-care is, which is sometimes a lot of those spa days, pedicures, girl, girls trips or, or whatever. Again, nothing wrong with that, but it, it just goes beyond that sometimes. So you may be asking yourself, well, how do I know if something is considered quote unquote self-care if there's such a broad range? And I just have one answer for that. So my question is, if it brings you peace and if it brings you joy, then you're doing it right. So that's the question to ask yourself. Does it bring me peace? Does it bring me joy? If the answer is yes, then you're doing self-care. Simple, right? Self-care, bottom line, can look differently for anyone. A perfect example of this is I have a client and she was figuring out what her own self-care routine was. She made this time for this elaborate yoga session and she committed to doing this elaborate yoga session. When I mean elaborate, I mean like one hour yoga session with, you know, the scented candles and the works. I mean, the whole ambiance of it, right? There's nothing wrong with it. Yoga has amazing benefits. I would argue that it's a most Um, or it's a must for most people. And I'm a little biased because I also teach. But my point is, it was all wrong for my client. Even though yoga is wonderful and it's beneficial, it was all wrong for her, for her self-care routine. Why? Because she was a busy-ass mom with littles. And the idea of doing this every single day for an hour started stressing her out. So yeah, there's your red flag indicator right there. And if it's causing you stress, then your self-care routine is not right for you. You have to pick something else. And so she did. And the most beautiful thing was that she found that cleaning was her outlet, right? I can identify with that because cleaning, it just, the, the after, um, the after result of it, right? And she loved the process of it. She loved the process of cleaning. She loved the end result of a clean space. And she just loved the smells and just everything. Freshly clean house equals her peace and joy. So this became her perfect self-care routine. It brought her peace. It brought her joy. Therefore, she did it right. And she continued to do so. So how the heck does this tie into my three plus weeks of viral hell at my house? When the first signs of sickness entered my house with my oldest son, we decided to use an in-home IV infusion service. It was to get him rehydrated, get his body um, back with the nutrients he lost. And it's a service that we've seen in our, in our area. Others have used it in our area. So 
we said, let's give it a shot. The nurse comes to your home. She gives you a cocktail, basically, of vitamins, and she does it through an IV, and it has all kinds of health benefits, and it was cheaper than going to the hospital. Well, I wasn't sick. My husband, though, he started talking to me, and he said, well, why don't you get one done, honey? And I was like, well, I don't necessarily need one. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, you know, I have been on nurse mode you know, with my one son, I've been working harder, I've been sleeping less. I did notice I was starting to get headaches probably from not drinking enough water, because I was just so go, go, go. So I decided to try it. And I also um, participated in that IV infusion. And I did an immunity boost. And it was actually really peaceful, believe it or not. I know, if you don't like needles, you're probably like, what are you out of your mind? But it was actually really peaceful. It brought me peace. And Therefore, it brought me joy because I felt energized afterwards. So for me, this was self-care, not that typical self-care like I was talking about just a moment ago, right? Um, But for me, it absolutely was caring for myself in that moment. Now, I should mention that, again, my initial reaction was, no, I don't need it and I don't have time. Those were my words. I don't need it and I don't have time. I had so much to do that day. But ultimately, my husband convinced me, and I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I took, it was 20 to 25 minutes of myself proactively before I got sick. You guys, the next day, my three-year-old got sick. The next few days were hell. I now had two sick kids, one toddler, and if you have toddlers with a stomach bug, you know nobody is sleeping, okay? So you moms out there with toddlers, you guys are shaking your head. You probably know exactly what I'm talking about. And it was just bad. Before you knew it, the week passed and my husband got hit by the with, by the bug um, or one of the two because it was everybody had different symptoms. It was just bad. I was the last parent standing. And I swear, if it wasn't for that IV infusion and me taking those 20 to 25 minutes, I don't think I could have survived those few weeks. I was proactive about doing something that was taking care of my physical body, which directly impacts my emotional wellness, ladies. Now, eventually, I did get hit with the bug. But because I took the time to care for myself proactively and intentionally, I was able to take care of my entire family before the damn thing got to me and they needed me the most. And then the good thing is they all got better. So then they all ended up taking care of me. So it was a win-win, right? So I want you to consider now your self-care routine. Do you typically schedule self-care for after the crisis or after you're 150% depleted? When you're hanging on by a thread, this may look a little bit different for everybody. But examples of this, you know, this could be at the end of the day when you're falling asleep at your kid's soccer practice because you're not sleeping. Or if you've been so stressed out that you have gotten ridiculously sick out of nowhere because your immune system is shot. Or you've been neglecting those headaches and now you're dealing with debilitating migraines. You see, the reality for us moms is that we do take care of everyone. I mean, that's the reality of it. We take care of everyone. We do have a 24-7 job on top of our other jobs, on top of every other thing that we have to do. It's 24-7. So where do we fit ourselves into this equation? 
here's the thing. And I've said this before. If you don't prioritize yourself, you'll eventually have to take that time to make up for the self-neglect because it will manifest itself somehow. So I say to you, don't wait. If you're constantly sad, don't wait until that sadness becomes major depression to do something about it. If you're constantly worried, don't stuff that worry and avoid your fears before it turns into a panic attack. And then you're frozen out in public. Doesn't feel good. If your marriage needs work, don't wait until things are too far gone before you go to counseling or meet with a couples coach. Moms, we have to take the time. And yes, we can always be reactive and put effort to get yourself back to baseline. Or you can be proactive and schedule self-care now. Create the space for your mental and emotional well-being now. I mentioned it before, 15 minutes a minimum a day. It's about consistency. That maybe means getting that IV infusion or schedule that routine doctor's appointment that you've been holding off. The dentist, right? I took forever to get myself to the dentist. I took care of everybody, including the dog, before I made my dentist appointment. The OB or your mammogram that you've been neglecting, you know damn well we tend to neglect those things. Don't put yourself on hold because you don't know what life has in store for us tomorrow. Whether it's a virus duo getting everyone sick, like happened to me, or other challenges, you want to be prepared. You want to be at your strongest and you want to be at your strongest emotionally. You want to be at your strongest spiritually and you want to be at your strongest physically. You want to be the best version of you to take on the wonders and the challenges that come with motherhood and in life. I hope this has helped you ladies, that this episode inspires you to be more proactive about taking care of you. Now, if you haven't already, go join our Mom Joy community. It's a Facebook group at Daily Mom Joy, and we can chat more about it. Let joy be your default, ladies, and I will talk to you next week.